the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. With a reasonable answer for the hope that lies within us, this is Contending for the Faith with Dr. Jerry Buckner. And now, to introduce Dr. Jerry Buckner, here's Gary Bell. Well, good evening and welcome to another exciting edition of Contending for the Faith. We're the cutting-edge Christian apologetic ministry addressing the issues and challenges facing today's church. Live for the next hour with your host, Bay Area Pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. Well, tonight we bring you part 14 in our series, The God of All Comfort. He is the God of All Comfort who comforts us not only in some of our troubles, not only in a few of our troubles, but in all of our troubles, especially in these perilous and uncertain times. As we continue forward in this new year, actually, we're almost halfway through. We need God's comfort. We need to be comforted by God in the face of COVID-19 and its Omicron variants. We need to be comforted by God, not only in the face of sickness and disease, but also in the midst of social unrest, financial difficulties, and the multitude of trials and challenges we encounter on a daily basis. And now, not to mention global conflict. So if you find yourself in need of God's comfort then I challenge you, stay tuned to hear about this and much, much more, for we are not pretending, we are contending for the faith. Dr. Bugner, how are you doing tonight? Brother Gary, I'm truly blessed, and thank you so much for that wonderful, challenging introduction, and we want to thank everybody out there in Radio Land for joining us for another edition of Contending for the Faith. I'm your host, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner, and we know you're going to be challenged, blessed, and lifted up in the Lord tonight. And uh, we are continuing this series on the God of all comfort from 2 Corinthians 3 and uh, 1 through, and it is realizing that God is a God of all comfort, not just some comfort, but all comfort. And he's a God that will also, with that word all, supply all your need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. If you continue to put the Lord in front, you know, keep him in front. Matthew 6 and 33 says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. If you keep him in front, he will have your back. If you continue to keep him in the front, he'll have the back. And God puts our lives on a constant daily display, sometimes not only uh, with our families, but with the church and the world as well. Uh, Why? Why does he do this? Uh, So that he can perform a miracle of display. I like that. A miracle of display. 
also a display testimony. Oh, you should make a note of all that. And then in the midst of all of these uh, displays, he performs three Bs. I talked about this last week. Uh, he performs the first B, a big miracle. The second B, a bigger miracle. And the third B, the biggest miracle. How about that? Isn't that good news? Uh, God don't just want to do little things. Make a note of that. He don't just want to do little things in your lives, but big things, big miracles, if you allow him. Because Jesus said, if you are faithful in little, then he'll bless you in much. Luke 16 and 10, it talks about he that is faithful in that which is least or little is faithful also in much big things. Big blessing. God has some big blessings out there for you. And you know what? Ephesians chapter 1 talks about heavenly blessings coming down from God. You know, a lot of times we think about, oh, I can't wait to get to heaven to get my blessing. No, God wants to give you blessings now. And when he talked about uh, John 10 and 10, abundance of blessings, abundance life, He's talking about right now. He wants to give that to you right now. If you believe it, receive it, and achieve it. You know, God is a God of big blessings, not small, but big blessings, because he's a big God, and the earth belongs to the Lord, the fullness thereof, and all they that dwell therein. You know, look how big this universe is. Look how big God is. And his blessings are big. That's why he told the people in the Old Testament, even with them giving their tithes, he said, I'll open up the window of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you don't have room enough to receive it. How about that? Isn't that a good word for somebody tonight that's struggling financially? God is a God of addition, multiplication, and subtraction. Now, if you're not doing what God called you to do, then you fall under the God of subtraction. And that fits into Job saying, the Lord giveth. Now, that's the addition. That's the addition, a God of addition. The Lord giveth. When it says, the Lord taketh away in the book of Job, that's the God of subtraction. If you're not doing what God called you to do, you're not faithful to the Lord and his calling in your life. You're not being obedient. Then you're going to end up experiencing subtraction in your life, you know, because you're not doing what God called you to do. Now, I said last time, you know, I left off on that number four, you know, talking about God allows us to go through uh, testing and trials to see how much we love him. Oh, how true that is. You know, we saw it in the life of so many people in the Bible and even Peter, you know, Jesus asked him three times, do you love me? Do you love me? Then go feed my little lamb. He wants to see through testing and trials. And did not Peter go through a big trial and he denied him three times? See, God allowed him to go through that. He knew what he was going to do because God is omniscient. Jesus is omniscient, knows all things. But he knew what he was going to do, and but he allowed him to go through that trial to test him to see if he loved him more so than loved the world and falling into the traps of the world, you know? So 
when I, I'm gonna end on this fourth one, and then I'm gonna get to the fifth one. Uh, trials, extremities, difficulties in life will always reveal our true character under the hardest hardships of life. Trials, extremities, difficulties in life will always reveal the love that you have the most for. Is it the Lord or is it the things of this world? No, let me jump into uh, number five. Number five, God allows bad things to happen to his people to teach us obedience to Christ's lordship in our lives. Let me say that again. Number five, fifthly, God allows bad things to happen to his children, to people, to teach us obedience to Christ's lordship in our lives. Even that's true with parents will discipline you, discipline their children to teach kids to be obedient. Is that not true? Do you remember that when you were young? You know, God allows trouble in our lives. Number one, this is the review, to test the strength of our faith. That's number one. This is review. Number one, test the strength of our faith. Number two, God allows uh, tribulation, trials in our lives to wean us from worldly things. And boy, do we need to be experiencing that every day. Number three, uh, God allows bad things to happen to his people to call us to a heavenly hope, to get our minds thinking on heaven and not on the things of this world. And number four, God allows bad things to happen to his people to teach us to really love him. But listen to this one, number five. Most of all of those trials come to us in the form of discipline or chastening because we are sinful, rebellious rebels who don't want to live under the obedient lordship of Christ on a daily basis. You know, we get away from the word, not studying it daily. Get away from praying. Get away from... Uh, witnessing, get away from giving, get away from, you know, being faithful with our time, talent, and treasures. So God says, okay, it's time to take my child to the woodshed. You know, so trials, testings are God's chastening so we can learn lessons. Listen to that. Learn lessons to our heavenly father, you know, and that's where he gets us to the place with these lessons, where he break us to remake us. He humble us to be obedient. You know, Hebrews chapter 12, write that down. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 5 through 11, has such powerful lessons to teach us about the, uh, the my son being obedient to the father. And it says, my son, do not regard lightly the discipline, chastening of the Lord, nor faint when you are chastened or reproved by him. For those whom the Lord loves, he chasteneth and discipline. He chasteneth every son whom he receives or loves. Question, I'm bringing this home soon. Question, why does God do that? That's an important question. Why does God do that? He does it because in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 10, make a note of that. Hebrews 12 and 10 says that we might share or be partakers of 
the his holiness. See, God is trying to knock out of us unholiness, impurity, and knock in us purity and holiness. Why does God do that? He says, the writer of Hebrews says in Hebrews 12 and verse 11, that God, he might produce the peaceful fruit of righteousness in our lives. God is trying to discipline and knock sin out of us and pump righteousness in us. God is teaching us that sin has severe consequences. God is trying to teach us and show us the value of obedience. You remember uh, Saul, uh, Samuel said to Saul, obedience is better than sacrifice. Now, those are the great lessons to learn for all of us on a daily basis. Listen, we bring upon ourselves day, daily many trials by our sins and rebellions and being rebels and refuse to live in obedience to the Lordship of Christ. Every son and daughter that God the Father loves, he disciplines, chasteneth, in order that he might bring the son and daughter to holiness and righteousness. Question, so how do we avoid the discipline and chastening? That's of the Lord. That's an important question. I'm say this in closing. We do it by several things. We repent, and we repent of sin in our lives. We repent of being rebellious. We repent of being rebels. And then we surrender. We, after we repent, we surrender totally to the obedient lordship of Christ. And, and then we uh, just continue to follow his teaching through his word. Now, I will say this, and I'm done, that when you think about the prodigal son, the story that Jesus gave about the prodigal son, you know, he was a rebel in rebellion and wasted all of the things that God had blessed him with. But you know what? When he came home and he repented, he came to his senses, and he repented, he came home and stayed home. <laughs> so many of us today, we come home, we come home and we leave. We come to the church and we leave. We're like in and out burgers. We're just in and out, in and out. But we need to be like the prodigal son and stay. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. Brother Gary. Well, all right, it's time for us to take a commercial break. Our phone lines are open. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. You're listening to Contending for the Faith on AM 1100 KFAX, the spirit of the Bay. All right. Well, welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. I'm Gary Bell. Once again, we just love to thank you guys for your prayers, your continuous prayers, and support of what we're doing here at Contending for the Faith. It is a prayer-driven ministry, and without those prayers, we know we couldn't have been on the air as long as we have. And so we thank you, and it's a tremendous blessing every Saturday night to be able to serve in this ministry and to be a blessing to you, the listening audience. And we just can't thank you enough for being a blessing to us, not only through your prayers, but also through your financial giving for partnering with us through this ministry to be able to support it 
and to keep it going is such a blessing. And so we thank you for that. And we want to encourage you to continue to pray and continue to support us financially. There's two ways that you can donate. You can address a check or money order to Contending for the Faith, Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. That's Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California. That's spelled T-I-B-U-R-O-N, California, 94920. And the second way is so much simpler. Just go online to contendingfaith.org. That's contendingfaith.org. And click on the donate button. You'll be a blessing for time and eternity. And also, I want to encourage you that if you are part of a church ministry, and especially if you're involved in uh, an apologetics side of your church ministry, or if you just need to, if you know that your church is hungry for God's word and hungry to know what they believe and know why they believe it, hungry to be able to, to give every man an answer, I want to encourage you to contact Dr. Buckner. You can reach him at area code 415-721-1778 and consider having him come as a guest speaker at your church to provide a workshop or training, a seminar. He has spoken on in numerous churches on Sunday morning services, and it's always a blessing. And it's always an exciting time for us to get out into the community and to visit other churches, but also to provide that information, to provide that training, to provide that wealth of knowledge and information and make that available to you in your local church. It's such a powerful thing. So I want to encourage you, give Dr. Buckner a call. If you have been listening to Contending for the Faith for many, many years and uh, are, are really sold on what we're doing here, why not take that back to your home church and, and talk to your pastors, talk to the leadership and say, hey, you know what? We need to have an apologetic training so that our people can understand how to give reasons and answers for faith, that our people know the fundamentals of the Christian faith. And we have just the guy to to, to deliver that information with Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. So give him a call at area code 415-721-1778. All right, Dr. Buckner, better are you ready for these callers? Yeah, I just want to say something, uh, Dr. off what you're saying. You're saying so many important things there, Gary, and I appreciate that. Uh, and the problem with so many of our churches, to add to what you're saying, is that people uh, have not been equipped in most of the most of the churches today, and many of them, uh, and in knowing what they believe and knowing why and who they believe. Uh, so uh, the big emphasis in a lot of our churches today is evangelism and revivals, you know, that emphasis on that. But there's a war between the two uh, E's, uh, equipping versus evangelism. And there's no way you can be an effective evangelist unless you have been an effective equipper. You have to be equipped so you don't get whipped. And that's the mistake that so many churches make. And and when Gary was saying about uh, apologetics, having a, a seminar in the church on that subject, uh, it helps to help people to know what they believe and know why. And uh, Walter Martin, my mentor, said apologetics is the handmaiden of evangelism. So, you know, in order to be an effective evangelist, uh, you got to have a working knowledge uh, of how to defend truth against error. 
against cults and false religions. Most Christians, when they're up against that stuff, they don't know what to do. They don't know how to answer. They don't know how to answer when somebody says the Bible is human in origin, not, you know, divine in origin. They fall apart. They don't know how to answer issues when it comes to evolution versus creation. Um, they don't know how to answer uh, these questions that come up against saying that Jesus was not God and the Trinity, the deity of Christ, the bodily resurrection, you know. So Contending for the Faith uh, specializes in these areas so that we can come into your church uh, and do these sort of seminars. And thank God for certain pastors out there that says, you know what, I can't do it all. I can't uh, teach on every subject. And there are many pastors out there, there are some that are humble, Brother Gary, and they uh, say, you know what, this is a real need, because I want to make sure my church is really equipped in these areas. And I think if the pastors uh, can get out of the way and allow uh, someone to come in, because not everybody, uh, not every pastor is equipped to do the area of apologetics and many other areas. And so when they're not, they got to be humble and say, let's bring in somebody to do it. And, and workshops and seminars is something that I've always done most of all my life and uh, versus uh, revivals, because revivals and stuff like that, it's gets people worked up and emotionally pumped. But what do you, what do you, what do you have in your spirit regarding truth versus error? How do you defend uh, things when uh, a lie is before you. Uh, and I was encouraging my daughter the other day because she was, uh, you know, from Houston, Texas. We spent a long time on the phone talking to her about, you know, she was up against uh, a situation where uh, a person, they were gathering with some family and friends and somebody brought up the subject of polygamy. And the person was arguing, uh, you know, look, uh, you know, God seemed to allow it because Solomon and David and some of the patriarchs were doing it. And she said she just got to the point where she could not answer that. And she thought about me. And the lady said, but what about you? What about you? I'm challenging you. What, what do you got to say about that? So I gave her some good answers and broke down some things. But this is, this is the typical example, Gary, of of, of, of a lot of Christians when they're up against the, the, the ropes and against the wall, uh, they don't know what to do. And the first thing they want to do is run to their pastors and run to their parents. And you, the, every individual needs to be equipped. And how we do that is come in the church and deal with First uh, Peter 3 and 15, but sanctify the Lord God in your heart and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks of you a reason of the hope to send you with meekness and fear. And the curse of the church, we've said it many times, is biblical illiteracy. And Hosea said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And Amos said, there's not only a famine in the land, but there's a famine of the hearing of God's word. So we want to kind of like come in there and do the, the exact things that you've been saying, Brother Gary. So thank you. you know, for that. Yeah. And it's also, I think, important that not only when you talk about discipleship, but discipleship from an apologetic standpoint mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. that you're not just learning 
facts about scripture and about uh, the faith, but you're learning it in the context of being able to defend your faith, which is a whole different type of thinking. And I think that um, that part of that equipping is so vital and Mm -hmm. and it changes your approach to your study of God's word. It changes your approach to how you uh, uh, interact with folks. It's just a very powerful thing. I'm always really thankful that uh, the Lord brought you into my life at a key point in my spiritual walk where, you know, it wasn't just a discipleship or come to a Bible study, but there was all that other component was available uh, in terms of giving reasons and answers for faith and understanding cults and isms and understanding um, the the fundamentals from an apologetic standpoint. So it's very, very critical. Amen. Thank you. Praise the Lord for that, Brother Gary. Thank you so much. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, we have Sophia. Hopefully we've been having some issues with the phone. So I want to call upon the listening audience to please be in prayer that our phones work tonight. So let's see if we have Sophia online. Sophia, are you there? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, we can hear you. Uh, the Lord. Oh, I'm, I'm so Amen. happy. Now, every day I have been praying, um, Dr. Buckner, for your sister. I've been praying for a financial breakthrough for you, Brother Gary. And, of oh, course, I pray you. daily for Rick, precious brother Rick's health and for all of the listeners as well. But anyway, I want to Thank say that. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. Oh, absolutely. And I prayed for the phone to work, too. So, you know, <laughs> prayer there works. Amen. <laughs> But let me get to my question, because I was invited to a church, a new lady work, uh, she entered, uh, I can't even talk, um, moved into the neighborhood. So she she saw I wear a cross, she says, I'm a Christian, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Now she said, I belong to a very progressive church, because we are kind of more on the cutting edge, where we we know more about things. So she see two things that she mentioned, I want to ask you, Dr. Buckner. One was, she said, we're into, see, I've never heard this theocratic theism, that's one thing. The other thing is she they, she speaks to the dead every morning, her family, and um, and she says, matter of fact, my late brother told me you and I would be friends. And then she said, well, I said, I don't know about that. She said, yeah, because Jesus spoke to Lazarus, told him to come out. He was dead. He said, come out, and he came out. So he spoke to the dead. And then the last thing was, she said, I read my horoscope every day because God created heaven and earth, and so he's very in line with the, this planet. Well, you get the drift. And so can a person be a Christian and believe all those three things? Well, that's a good question. Um, the latter uh, point that you raised there, uh, where people are talking about you can communicate with the dead and stuff like that, that is occultic, and that's getting into mysticism, and it's also communicating with spirits, uh, which are demons. And the Bible has a whole lot to say about this. In the book of Isaiah, if you read the, all of the, read the different chapters in Isaiah, and uh, God condemned people trying to communicate with the dead. And then uh, you have in Acts chapter 16, the lady had a spirit of divination, uh, and she was communic. she had a way of communicating with the dead. And then Paul and Silas and Paul rebuked that spirit in the name of Jesus because a spirit of divination is where they communicate with the dead. And when Jesus was, when he spoke to uh, Lazarus, he was, that has to do with uh, a temporary uh, resurrection. 
uh, from the dead it had nothing to do with communicating with the dead. He just raised his body up. And Lazarus wasn't, uh, he, he recognized the voice when he spoke to him, but we make a difference between resurrection uh, and Jesus communicating that way versus communicating with the dead. And when you said she's involved with horoscopes and stuff like that, that lets you know that she's in the, into the occult and secret hidden mysterious things that is against the word of God. Now, when it gets to, uh, you know, theistic evolution, theocratic evolution, uh, you're talking about uh, theistic is another term for a God and evolution is the process by which man believed that man came to monkey town, USA. So I had a professor in seminary who uh, was teaching, it was sad to say, uh, when I took a class in theology, uh, he had uh, said that he was a believer in theistic evolution. So sometimes you'll have a, a seminary professor holding that view. Now, can a person be a Christian holding that view? Well, a lot of times it depends on uh, if they are a full-blown evolutionist, uh, because there are many people who are a theistic evolutionists who uh, believe in the essentials of the historic Christian faith. So uh, that that is when I say the essentials of the historic Christian faith, I wrote a book on the essentials. And so we have like five essentials of the historic Christian faith. And I list that in my book. The first one is Jesus is the only way. The second one is the Trinity. Third is the deity of Christ. Fourth is the uh, vicarious atonement. And fifth is the bodily resurrection. Now, those are essential doctrines that cannot be compromised. So there are some people that are mistaken and they're ignorant, uh, and they go along with theistic evolution and believe that God used that method. Uh, it's known as God-guided evolution, another term for that. And some people are ignorant in that area, and they've been misled to believe that. But if you talk to them and say, do you believe in the essentials? They'll say yes. So they could be a Christian and then mistaken in that area, just like there are many Christians today mistaken when it comes to uh, the pre-trip, mid-trip, post-trip, and they're mistaken on a lot of things. Uh, but the issue is when you talk to people who say that they're into that, you just have to let them know that that's not the way God uh, design things. He says in the beginning, Genesis 1 and 1, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And that's clear from that. And uh, then you challenge them and say, do you believe in the essentials? Because that's going to tell you a whole lot. Because if you have an evolutionist that says, I don't believe in what you just stated in terms of the five essentials, then you know that they're not a Christian. But if they say, this is my only beef that I believe that theistic evolution is the process by which God did things, then you challenge them in the other area. And if they say, well, I believe in all those other areas, you just pray that God will open up their eyes where they'd be de delivered from uh, that wrong view uh, because uh, they're mistaken. They've been taught wrong. And I had a professor who was uh, a uh, Christian, but he, he held to that view. And so that, hopefully that kind of helped. That's a, just a little pointers right there with that. Well, it looks like uh, 
It's time for us to take a commercial break. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. You're listening to Contending for the Faith on AM 1100 KFAX, the spirit of the Bay. Welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. We just want to thank all of you once again for continuous prayers for Contending for the Faith, as well as your continuous and generous giving. It's been such a blessing to be able to minister over these airways to partner with you over the many years here at Contending for the Faith. Dr. Buckner and I consider it a humbling and a, a, such a powerful ministry that God has entrusted to us, and we are, are so thankful to be able to do this every week. And so we thank you for your prayers, and we thank you for your continuous financial support. There's two ways that you can donate. You can address a check or money order to Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California. Tiburon is spelled T-I-B-U-R-O-N, California, 94920. That's Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. Now, the second way is so much easier, so much simpler. Just go online to contendingfaith.org. That's contendingfaith.org. And click on the Donate button, and you will be a blessing for time and eternity. And so we, again, want to encourage you. There's a couple of things. You know, we have a lot of resources available here at Contending for the Faith. And one of the main ones is our podcast. So if you go to kfax.com and go to the top of the banner, you'll see Contending for the Faith, and then you'll be able to to connect to our podcast. So every episode, every show that we do is turned into a podcast for uh, a resource to you. So if you missed an episode or a specific of the series right now, we're on, this is chapter 14 tonight. So we've had 13 other episodes on this subject and maybe you weren't there for all of it. Well, it's all there online. And so you can take advantage of that. You can use it for your personal Bible study. You can use it for a uh, Sunday school class. You can build um, your own kind of lecture around it. It's all available. So we want to encourage you to do that. And speaking of lectures, once again, I want to encourage you, you know, uh, Dr. Buckner is available to come speak at your church um, or to provide seminars at your church or to provide, you know, um, a Sunday morning uh, sermon for you. It's it's he's got a lot of resources. He's been doing this for a very long time, and many many churches have been taking advantage of this as well lately. And so we just want to encourage you that uh, talk to your pastor. You know we we are are really in, in encouraging you to take advantage because you need to know what you believe. You need to know why you believe it. Dr. Buckner mentioned Hosea 4 and 6. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And it's so critical, especially in our day and age, when there is such strong delusion uh, permeating the landscape. There is such error being promulgated. There is such false teaching um, in abundance. 
And it's really important that you not be deceived, that you be able to distinguish the truth from error. And so there's no better way than to have an expert like Dr. Buckner to come to your church to provide uh, some really strong equipping moments for your congregation, for your people, for your community to protect them, to insulate them, to armor them up so that they can stand and know the truth and be able to speak to it effectively. So we just want to encourage you, give Dr. Buckner a call uh, and set something up. You can reach him at area code 415-721-1778. All right, Dr. Buckner, are you there? Yes, I am here. I appreciate those encouraging words. And uh, we are, uh, it's unfortunate we can't get people to call in and hear their voice, but uh, we'll try to do our best to answer their questions as well. So we have next uh, Brother Rick. I don't think Sophia is back, but I think we have Brother Rick, and he had a question, Brother Gary, right? Yes. His question is, how do we go about knowing the will of God in our everyday lives? Wow, that is a tremendous question, Brother Rick, and uh, we appreciate that uh, question because that question uh, is something that is on the heart and mind of every Christian. No matter how young you are, old you are, everybody's seeking to know what God's will is uh, for our lives. And I just want to lay out uh, to everybody that's listening uh, four points in relationship to that question, because that's a very good question, and we need to be able to be equipped to share a, a good answer with that. The first way that we uh, learn how to know the will of God in our everyday life is that uh, it is through his word, uh, through his uh, written word, which is the Bible, and through his living word, which is Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Most time we'll say it's through the, the written word, but don't forget the living word now, uh, John 1 and 1. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God. <clears throat> so uh, God has revealed who he is, what he is, and his character, his attributes, uh, all of that, his revelation, all of that is in his word. Uh, he's given us, uh, you know, this truth, so we will not follow error. And so through his word, uh, his precepts, his principles laid out in his word. That's why it tells us in Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not to your own understanding, in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. He will direct you to know his will. Now, I've laid out, uh, I'm still on this number one, I've laid out several different types of W's that spring from uh, his word. Now, when you know his word, you will know his will. Let's see, that's another W. You'll know his will. Because a lot of people are ignorant of his will because they don't know his word, you know, and uh, we need to know his word so we can know his will for our lives. And Jesus said, 
thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And even John says in 1 John 5 and 14, we have this confidence that we ask anything according to his will. He heareth us. Now, I know prosperity teachers and word faith teachers hate that. They, they, they try to obliterate the word will because they want to have everything acted on faith independent of God's will. Don't, don't follow people like that. They'll lead you astray. Now, the second way that we can uh, discover God, knowing God's will in our lives is through godly people. Now, the Bible says that there is uh, wisdom uh, in the multitude of counselors. So a godly person uh, can give you good wisdom regarding the will of God. And that's why it's so important to be in church. You know, God has set in the church apostles, prophets, teachers, pastors, evangelists for the equipping and the perfecting of the saints. You know, you can't uh, know his will for your life being a, a, a prodigal son out there lost and just thinking you can do it on your own. No, uh, God has established the church and wise people that have within the church the gift of prophecy. See, the gift of prophecy uh, and the gift of discernment. Make note of this. Oh, this is good stuff. Uh, the gift of prophecy and the gift of discernment uh, that certain people have in the church they can help you with discerning God's will because they got the gift of discernment. Oh, oh, I get so blessed just talking about it. Oh, this is a this is a sermon for somebody. This is a teaching for somebody. Somebody may do this tomorrow morning uh, at church. Now, uh, thirdly, the third way that we discern the will of God or know the will of God in our lives on a daily basis is through circumstances, through circumstances. Certain things will happen in our life where God will speak to us. Sometimes it takes us through a tragedy to bring triumph, take us through testing so we can have a testimony. And uh, certain circumstances because why? Romans 8 and 28, and all things work together for good to them that love God and to them that are called according to his purpose. So God has a purpose in all the circumstances that you go through, whether it is, you know, in your marriage, with your children, uh, with your weaknesses, with your finances, with your sickness. God allows certain circumstances. When you are at that crossroad, you know, that's when God speaks the loudest in pain, in, in pain. I think it was C.S. Lewis says, he mentions the two Ps. Make a note of this, the two Ps. God whispers to us, C.S. Lewis said, God whispers to us in our pleasures. That's the first P. But the second P is that he shouts at us in our pain. How about that? Shouts at us in our pain. Are you going through a lot of pain right now? It's God shouting at you. I don't know what you're going through, but sometimes you got to go through it to get to it. 
That's what you got to do. Now, the fourth way, uh, we, this is such good stuff. Uh, any other questions, we have to pick it up next time we come. So make a, a note of what you ask. But this is such good stuff that we need to just meddle with this for a while. The fourth way that we discern God's will for our lives is through, and you hardly have churches mention this, is through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit in our lives. You say, what are you talking about, Dr. Butner? Okay, hold on tight till you see them. Buckle up, buckle up. You know the will of God through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Read John chapters 14 through 16. It talks about, Jesus said, when the comforter, see, we're talking about the God of all comfort. You know, Jesus was the comforter when he was here, but he said, I will not leave you comfortless. I'll send the comforter. Now, what did he say about the comforter? He will teach you all things. Read John chapter 14 through 16. He'll teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Now, what is the Holy Spirit doing? He's teaching you to know the will of God. He's teaching you to know how to discern God's will for your life. So when you get empowered by the Holy Spirit, you get endowed by the Holy Spirit, you get anointed, appointed, and approved by the Holy Spirit, then you're going to be able to have a, a tremendous amount of uh, insight to the will of God for your life. And that's how uh, Paul and all of them was able to discern things. How do you think that um, Peter, when he was dealing with uh, Ananias and Sapphira, how do you think he knew that they had lied to the Holy Spirit. Nobody was uh, told them that. It was the Holy Spirit that told them that. And he said, why did you lie to the Holy Spirit? Why? Because you know what? The Apostle Peter, the Apostle Peter in, in Acts chapter 5, he had the spirit of discernment. He had the, the gift of knowledge and wisdom. See, that's why it's important for you to be in a church, because you're going to be around somebody that exercises in that gift. Now, God has blessed me with the gift of wisdom and knowledge and discernment. And that's important. All right, I'm going to turn it over to Brother Gary to knock a, knock a home run with this good stuff here. Brother Gary. All right. Well, we've come to the end of tonight's exciting broadcast, and we'd like to thank Vince, our engineer, and you, our listening audience, for being part of tonight's program. It's important for us to hear from you, your letters and cards or encouragement to us. So please drop us a note. Let us know how the program has blessed you. You can reach us at Contending for the Faith, Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. That's Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. And you can also reach Dr. Buckner by phone at area code 415 721-1778. We want to encourage you. Get him to come out to your church to provide a workshop, a training. Allow him there on Sunday morning to speak to your congregation. You will be blessed. Again, you can reach him at area code 415-721-1778. Please keep us in your prayers until next time when we once again give you the opportunity to ask questions, make comments, and dialogue with Dr. Buckner always with one purpose in mind, to equip, exhort, and better enable you to contend for the faith. 
We also want to remind you that next Saturday we will uh, not be live, but you will hear the best of Contending for the Faith, but we'll be returning the following Saturday night. So once again, uh, next Saturday, you'll be able to tune in, but you won't be able to call in. But uh, we'll be back the following week. All right. Take care. May God richly bless you. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.